won't help you now. You big procrastinator. Later won't help you now. You big procrastinator. You can get it done, but you'd rather do it later. You've been putting me on like a tight pair of shoes. Box number D7, born to lose. Well, mumbling something about gotta pay the dues. You've been getting off on a bad set of clues. Later won't help you now, you big procrastinator. Later won't help you now, you big procrastinator. You can get it done, but you'd rather do it later. St. Patrick's Day, and that was the Lonesome Brothers with Later Won't Help You Now. And what better to rhyme with later than procrastinator? Joining us live in the studio right now, somebody I don't know is a procrastinator, but a wonderful person, a holistic health counselor, Caroline Phipps. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. It's such a pleasure to have you back. Well, I'm so thrilled to be here on St. Patrick's Day. You're looking good. Thank you. And uh, that green sweater you have on really suits you <laughs> Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're watching us right now, you'll know that I am just, you know, in the spirit of St. Patrick's Day. But Caroline is looking beautiful with a floral springtime jacket on. Well, thank you so much, Rick. Well, spring is procrastinating a little bit, isn't it? It's taking its time, even though Puxatawney Phil told us that, (laughs) you know, spring's right around the corner. And uh, I just heard you talking about snow at the weekend, so... It could happen. It could happen. But it might happen next year. You never know. So, procrastination. Um, It's a really... uh, It's something that, that I think impacts all of us. You know, we're, we're all, we all have these things, right, that we just put off. Now, is it just being lazy? 
Well, it's it's interesting. Sometimes it's about being lazy, mm. um, and sometimes it's about poor time management that we haven't allocated things properly. And sometimes we it's a good idea to say, why don't I want to do this? Hmm. It may be that it's you're you're in a job that you don't like, so it's it's very difficult to get around to it because it's not doing something for you, that it's not the right thing. Well, would that have to relate to let's say not doing dishes? Like let's say you just finish a great meal and your belly is satiated and your mind is satiated and your company is great. And then there's this pile of dishes. I'm the first one to say, why now? Yeah, why they now? Can sit there. We'll, we'll do that later. There's laziness right there. Yep. And there's also um, bad time management, I guess. Or is it good time management? Well, it depends how you view it. I mean, it could be that it's a really good idea that we all sit down after right. dinner and don't rush off and do the dishes. You know, Digest a little bit and have conversation and enjoy each other's company. Exactly. So just looking at why we do what we do, you know, is it's, it's a very, very good place to start. And one of the most interesting people about procrastination is the late Irish poet, John O'Donoghue. Hmm. And he always said the hardest thing to do is to begin. Hmm. It's really hard to begin. And he tells this great story about an Irishman near where he lived in Connemara who started to dig the foundations for his new house. And one of the other guys from the village came along and said, oh, look at you, you've got such a long way to go. And the man said, but I've started. It's only taken me 20 years, but now I've started. And now I'm going to finish because I've started. So one of the interesting things is to think once you've written that first paragraph or once you've started those dishes or you've cleaned the sink when you know you've got the whole house to clean, once you've started, it kind of gives you some motivation and commitment to carry on. Yeah. But actually starting is the hardest thing. So start. Now, I have some friends who uh, enjoy the comfort of their home and don't like to even you know venture out like getting them out of the house is the first step and then once they're out it's like wow i could do anything yes yeah <laughs> but, exactly but for some reason it's I, I just don't feel like getting out right now and not motivated to do it so how can you give people a kick in the pants to get them to not procrastinate. Well, I think one of the things, and, and exercise is a is a really interesting mm. thing with procrastination because we all think, well, I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to use the exercise machine tomorrow or walk tomorrow. But if you can just get yourself outside the door and even take a few steps, you're right. you're on your way. Yep. So it's really then it's about discipline. It's about, you know, I really do have to start. And then once I start, everything kind of fits into place to make it possible. But I think another thing that happens with procrastination is we we tend to write these lists of things to do yeah. that feel so big. I mean, I'm sure you guys in the band say, well, we need a new album. Yep. New album on the list. W right. Uh, and then there's a whole sub list that goes beyond there like songs personnel what we want to put on the songs etc and before you know it it's well let's write another song instead 
And you need you you need to do that thing where you break it down into tasks that are, right. that are possible. I'm I'm writing a book at the moment, and so I can tend to think it's such a big task that I don't even know where to begin, and I can't start. So I'm going to do it tomorrow. But if you think to yourself, if I write a page a day, I get 365 pages in a year, and bingo, I have a book. And uh, a long book. And a long book. <laughs> so it's, it's breaking it down into tasks that make sense. And I think another really helpful thing is to, you know, clear your desk or clear your decks or whatever it is mm. that you, you need to do to make room and space. Because we tend to have these desks with, you know, a pile of you know, bills over here, and then there's a pile of to-do things over here, and then suddenly you you actually need to sit down and answer that really important right. email or, or send a very informed reply to somebody, and all of a sudden things over here or over here just seem so much more interesting <laughs> than doing the thing that we have to do. So So pull that thing that we need to do and then get everything else out of the way. Now... Here at work, I get piles of CDs on my desk, and I take a small pile of them with me on the road, and I listen to them, and I come in the next day, and, okay, I listen to five out of these 50. But, you know, there's only so much time in a day that I can do that. So as one pile gets smaller, another pile seems to grow larger, and that becomes more demanding and more daunting to me. So I'm happy. Like, I didn't finish listening to the ones I brought out in the car. So I have to find a way to whittle down this pile or to get more efficient at listening. But it's almost impossible because there's time involved. Yeah, time management is a is a very important thing. But I, I wonder if it would be then possible to how quickly do you know whether something's good or not? Mm, that's right. why I take those five instead of all 50. Right. Well, and maybe you've got a good system, you know, because you can't listen to all the music in the world, can but you? But then I get uh, frustrated that my desk is overwhelmed by CDs. And, okay, I'll clean that tomorrow. Yes, and then then it just gets bigger and bigger and more and more come. Right. So right. then you need some kind of a system of, well, I'm actually not going to be able to ever look at these. It's, it's like right. that idea of hoarding things. Mm. Um, I, I have uh, people I know who they buy the Sunday Times and you know how huge this yes. thing is. And then they feel really badly because they haven't read it all. And then they think they're going to read it during the week and then they never do. And then the next one comes... And then you're under a pile of newspapers and you're you're never going to you're never going to read you're never going to read it, you know, so you you need to start really whittling it down because there's so much out there Mm. today. Procrastination is a bigger problem than ever because we've got so many things that other things that we can do. We've got so much information coming at us all the time. So. You have to really start whittling it down into mm-hmm. what's important and what's not. And, and there is a discipline involved in dealing with procrastination for sure. One thing I've discovered is that, though, once you have a list and mark off things that you've completed, you feel really good about it. You feel like, ah, I accomplished three things on my list. 
Yeah. I'll do the rest tomorrow, but at least I got these three done. I do think that keeping a record and a list of what we've mm. done is really good because I, I even have this habit of writing additional things on uh, the list that I didn't even yes. have so that I can cross them out. I didn't even have them on the list. I've done them, but then I can put a check mark by it mm. and it's like, great, look at that. There's a whole lot of things here that I've already done. And then I think it takes some of the that sort of uh, downward spiral right. of procrastination. Of wow, there's of just life. so much to do. Where do I start? I'll just not start. I'll not start. <laughs> exactly. I'll I'll just simply not start. Right. And the downward spiral of procrastination is is a really interesting thing because then so we put it off and we don't do it, and then our mood gets even worse and we get more overwhelmed and less in the mood to do it. Mm. And then when we start blaming ourselves, instead of thinking about how great we're going to feel when we've done it, we blame ourselves for not doing it and then we can't do it. So what's the solution? So we need to (laughs) just start and then we can get ourselves out of that negative emotional loop. Because if, if the procrastination is not a result of, let's say... You're doing something just before lunch and you think, oh, I really, really can't get to this right now. It may just be that you need some lunch, mm-hmm. you know. So it's really about working out what it is that, that's preventing you from starting. But to me, the biggest thing is to understand that and then to begin with something, even if it's just five minutes towards that, and being that, able to tick that box. That always feels a lot better than... The feeling of, I did absolutely nothing. I didn't do a thing. And I don't feel good about it. And then the next day, it feels like you have more to do than ever before. So one of the best things is not to procrastinate. And then you won't have that much stress after not doing anything. Yeah, it's it's a really, really stressful thing to get more and more buried under your stuff. And... Another really interesting thing to do, I think, is to get yourself into an environment that's helpful. So if you're somebody who does better taking your laptop to Starbucks mm. and being around people, that gives you a little little bit of a buzz and you feel like actually doing something, that's great. Or you may be somebody who's better off locking yourself away Mm. at home because I think a lot of us now work from home and that can be just the the most difficult place to get anything done because there's always a pile of laundry, a pile of dishes that you didn't do Mm -hmm. the day before (laughs) or or suddenly the floor needs vacuuming when, you know, you have a report to write or, or something that really is important to do. So locking yourself away at home... And being in your office is is another good way to control the environment and and just set yourself up for success. Or canceling other plans you may have and dedicating some time like, no, I got to get things done around the house. I said I'm going to do it. Springtime. I got to get those old leaves from last year off my lawn. I got to get out and start planting some flowers. I got to get out and start doing things to spruce up the yard because it's that time of year. So it's a it's a great feeling to do that. 
It is a great feeling to do that, but we have to block out the time, yeah, don't we? That's it. So, yeah, to be able to say, no, I'm not going to be able to get to these other things because i got a lot of the time to do this. Yes, and you, you have to allot time and block it out and mm. say that between, you know, noon and two, I am going to get those leaves out from my garden that actually are still there from November right. because I was procrastinating yeah. about getting out there and doing them. And then, good Lord, the winter came and I didn't want to go out there and they've been sitting there ever since Caroline I know that you can get in depth in the subject and I know that listeners would like to what's a great opportunity for them to take Uh, send me an email caroline at carolinephipps.com I love hearing from people and we hear from people all the time, which is great. Mm. And I will pick one of the emails that I receive for um, a free elegant counseling session if somebody would like that. So I'd love to hear from everybody. Um, Tell folks about the website. It's carolinephipps.com, all about exploring inner elegance. And has it been revamped lately? I think we're in the process of revamping it now. Well, I know we're in the process of revamping it now. And we are continued to load the archive from our shows onto it. So that's fun. And we're discovering that people from around the globe are tapping into our past shows. So it's thrilling. Hello, Russia. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And the Ukraine. Yep. And uh, we do appreciate you listening. Caroline at carolinephipps.com. Send her an email. I am Rick at 981KZE. My email is rick at wkze.com. Thanks for listening. And we will conclude this segment and move right on to getting some more musical diversity into your ears. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Look forward to next month. And once again, visit carolinephipps.com. We'll be right back with a tune from Ruth Moody, 981KZE. The canvas is blank. The light is just right. That first stroke of color is where it all begins. But imagine painting without a brush, holding the paint and applying it directly to the surface in a visceral, tactile, yet totally controlled flow of color. That's what it's like painting with a pigment stick from RNF Handmade Paints. An RNF pigment stick is like a brush filled with 